Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everybody. I hope you are having an absolutely wonderful day and wonderful week. And today I thought I would um, talk about cats and dogs and what on earth has that got to do with it starts with a dream, you may ask. And that's a great, great question, and I shall tell you. Um, But let me introduce myself. I'm the host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network, and the show is called It Starts With a Dream. So I love my cats, absolutely love them. They're a part of my family. I don't consider them a cat. I consider them a part of my family. And my, you know, all my family is the same. If we have cats or dogs, they're part of the family and they're one of our children and we absolutely love them. And a couple of years ago, I had two cats by the name of Millie and Oscar, uh, brother and sister. I like getting, you know, when I get um, one cat, I like to get a sibling so that they have, um, you know, somebody to play with. So Millie and Oscar died and I waited a couple of years and then I got um, a little boy cat, little boy kitten um, who was four weeks old named and I named him Romeo. And then a few months later, um, in the second letter, I got um, a little girl, his sister. They were from um, the same parents but just different letters, uh, called Chloe. And they got along really well and I loved having them and all was well in the world. And then in July 2021, Romeo went missing we could not find him for love nor money and he was nine and a half months old um poor little thing and just just vanished into thin air and I did everything I went you know rang the pound I emailed every vet for miles literally miles around we went on to Facebook putting put him on you know um the Facebook page in the area where animals go missing and um, I even went down and saw the place. Um, That's how determined I was to get him back. So that was 20 months ago and ever since I've been looking for him, praying, you know, doing everything. I'd wake up at three or four in the morning and I'd wonder if he was okay and sometimes I'd think, you know, you haven't looked there, go and look there. So the next day I'd get up and go to wherever I thought of at three in the morning and I'd look for him there. I absolutely searched for him. And, you know, I got to sort of the 12-month mark and lovely friends and family and well-meaning said to me, you know, you're it's just doing your head in trying to find this cat. Like it's been a year and you're probably never going to find him. And he's probably, you know, with some family that's loving him, feeding him, you know, and all of that. And... um and you're probably never going to find him. And I was like, you know, he's my cat. I don't care 
who's got him, he's my cat, he's part of my family. And until I get him back, I'm not going to rest easy. And so when I did wake up at three, four, five in the morning thinking about him, I'd send up a little prayer that he was with a family that was loving him and feeding him well and cuddling him and making him really happy. But only until we, you know, met again, until we found each other again, I'd always put at the end of my prayer, you know, I hope he's happy and with a loving family who are loving him, feeding him, patting him, treating him, you know, blissfully well until we find each other again. So I never, ever gave up hope. And I must say, sort of around December, January, last December and January, I started to think maybe I wouldn't find him again, maybe that he was lost forever. And my heart sort of broke thinking that, but, uh, you know, it was 18 months and, you know, I'd done everything I could possibly do. I'd put flyers up on, um, you know, around all the streets. I'd sent emails. I would ring the pound, you know, every couple of weeks or every month to see if I if he'd been taken in there. And he was microchipped. So if he was taken anywhere, you know, they would check for the microchip and and hopefully call me. But, you know, as I said, friends would say to me, um, and family who were well-meaning and loving and could see that I was just really hurt that I'd lost this little kitten. And um, anyhow, so um, to cut a long story short, they last um, Thursday after I did the show, I was, you know, just doing my normal stuff. It was about 4.30 or a quarter to 5 Sydney time and my vet rang me and I thought, oh, she's probably ringing me to tell me that Chloe, my other cat, my other little girl, is due for her injection, which I already knew. It was already in my calendar. So anyhow, I answered the call expecting her to say that. And she said to me, Bromwyn, guess what? We have found Romeo. Oh, my God. We've found Romeo. Can you believe it? After 20 months, we have found Romeo. And I just couldn't believe it. And she gave me the name and the number of the lady um, who was very kind and she was kindly looking after my beautiful boy. And um, so I contacted her and arranged to go and pick him up. And so for the last week, I have had my baby boy back and it feels like a miracle um, to have him back. But, you know, I never gave up all I did. I started to give up hope. Um, but I always, you know, sent this prayer up whenever I thought of him, which was often that he would come back to me and I would dream about, you know, him coming back to me and him, you know, lying on my bed and cuddling me and, um, you know, just lying in my lap and being able to pat him. And he was always such a sweet, sweet little boy. And he still is. Um, he's a lot jumpier than he um, was before, of course, um, because we don't know what's happened to him. We do know for the last six months he has been just living on the streets um, and the woman that um, found him and looked after him told me that, that 
he arrived on their street about six months ago and any time anyone went anywhere near him, he'd just, you know, run away. And at the, for two months he would just run away from from everybody. No one could get near him. And then she said after two months um, he'd still run away, but he wouldn't run away quite as quickly. And um, he'd sort of sit on her back fence and watch her for a little while, for a few minutes. And if she went out, then he'd sit for a couple of minutes and then run away. So she decided four months ago that she would put dinner out for him every night. And um, just before it got dark, she noticed that he'd come and he'd eat the whole lot and then he'd skedaddle and go away. And then um, um, and then he decided, smart boy, if she's going to feed me dinner, maybe she'll feed me breakfast. So he'd come back in the morning and she noticed him back in the morning so she'd put breakfast out for him. So... Um, and about two weeks ago, he got confident enough to let let her pat him and, you know, interact with her a little bit more. So she thought, this is excellent. You know, he's a stray, doesn't have a home. I'll take him, I'll take him in permanently. And so she rang the vet. Um, her vet is the same as my vet. How lucky is that? And she said, I've just found this stray and, you know, what should I do? And the vet said, come up and I'll check for a microchip and if, um, um, and you know, we'll see if anyone owns him, if he's lost, what the story is. So she went up and, of course, he did have a microchip and um, the woman scanned it, saw my name, and she said, this woman will love, you know, loves her animals. She will want this cat back. And of course I did. And so that's when the phone call came. That was last Thursday. So I have been dreaming of this moment for 20 months. And finally, 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 I have um, my beautiful Romeo um, back and I have both my cats, Chloe and Romeo, back in one house. And it's been a challenge over the last week, of course. You know, it's been really difficult for all of us adjusting to having Romeo back. Um, don't misunderstand me. I feel completely blessed. I have thanked my angels like many, many, many times during the day for bringing Romeo back to me um, and back to us. And um, um and I feel so grateful to have him back. But, you know, it's an adjustment for him. It's an adjustment for me. And it's really an adjustment for Chloe, my other cat, who, you know, thought she was just the queen of the household. And let let me tell you, she I treated her like the queen of the household. Um, and she was, you know, Madam Boss. And, um, and I didn't mind that at all. I just loved her so much. But I'd often say to her, you know, I love you so much, Chloe, and I'm so blessed to have you. But there's a little part of my heart that still misses Romeo and, you know, um, I can't wait till he comes back. And, of course, now he's back. So it's an adjustment for all of us. But we're getting there. It's all good. You know, we're getting there. Every day gets easier. Every day the kitty cats sort of, you know, hate each other a little bit less, I suppose, and are starting to get on. And so because of that story, it inspired me to do um, 
a show on cats and dogs and how important they are to us. Now, I know some people have animals and they treat them really, really appallingly and that breaks my heart and I've never understood it. But for the majority of us, we get a little cat or, you know, kitten or puppy and we love it to death. We absolutely love it to death and they're part of our family and and we um you know do everything we possibly can to make to give them the best life we can pro- possibly give them and to make it you know the um the happiest of homes for you know our beloved pets so um that's what inspired me uh, romeo inspired me to do this show today on you know, having a pet and how much we love our pets and how, you know, how our pets really um, give so much to, you know, to their human owners. And um, so that's why I'm doing the show because of um, my story and I hope my story has inspired you. And if you have lost a pet Um, My heart goes out to you because I know exactly how painful and heartbreaking it is. Um, And, um, um, you know, all I can say is try not to give up hope. It's very easy, especially when it was coming for me. It was coming up to two years and I was thinking, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I should be giving up hope, maybe I should be letting this go. I really had trouble doing that. Even when I thought that, I'd then send a little prayer up saying, could you please bring my Romeo back to me? You know, I miss him and I love him. So I know exactly how heartbreaking it is um, and um, I hope that my story has inspired you. So we're going to go to a break and after the break, we're going to talk about how wonderful our cats and dogs or our animals are in our life and how much they give us and how they make our life so much better. So you are watching or listening to It Starts With Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, Um, or maybe you're watching or listening to this show on one of the uh, 450 platforms that we're on. Uh, If you ever want to join us in the chat room and make comments, um, you are more than welcome. I'd love to have you here and love to see your comments, and um, and I usually respond to the comments uh, that go into the chat room during the show, as you've probably noticed. So today we are talking about cats and dogs, and we're not talking about the pros and cons, whether you should have a cat versus a dog. They're both beautiful. In fact, all animals, whatever it is that you choose, you might have a horse or a llama or something else or a guinea pig or whatever it is, whatever animal or um, pet you choose to have. Um, so long as it brings you joy, that's all that really matters. And, um, you know, I, I love both cats and dogs. The only reason I have cats is because, you know, they're much easier and they fit in my lifestyle and are much better. You know, I don't have time for all the grooming and the walking and all of that sort of thing, um, all of the care that dogs take you know washing them and um and brushing them and all of those sorts of things and they do take time and you've got to have the time to put into um your animal especially dogs you know dogs don't like to be left alone for very long and um so you really need to consider you know what your lifestyle is when you're choosing an animal you know you can't choose a dog and then leave it at home all day in my view um you're better off to have a cat who um, they still like human company, but they often can um, cope with less human company than uh, than dogs. So for that reason, I have cats. And I, as I said at the top of the show, I generally always um, buy a brother and a sister um, when I'm adopting uh, a cat just so that they have company. So, that, you know, when I'm not around, they have each other. and um, um, and when I am around, well, that's okay. You know, I give them equal attention anyhow. Um, and I must say, you know, with all the sort of hissing and everything that my two cats have done over the last week, I woke up yesterday morning and I had Romeo cuddling up to me on one side and Chloe cuddling up to me on the other side. And I woke up, I was like, oh, this is just, you know, what a great way to wake up with both my cats back. You know, I've got them both now and they're both cuddling and, you know, all is well. So they're getting used to each other. And we know that there are huge benefits to having a pet um, and having an animal. But the best benefit I think in having an animal is when you get home and if you've got a dog your dog's tail is wagging and it's jumping up and down that wants to be patted and it wants to say hello 
and it wants to cuddle you. And same with the cat, you know, if you get home, the cat appears from wherever they've been sleeping and they want to say hello to you and they want, you know, to be patted. And then when you sit down, you know, they climb onto your lap and want to cuddle into you and want to be patted. Um, and if you've had a stressful day, then just, you know, getting that love from your animal and patting it and having it, you know, um, you give you kisses in whatever form that may be for them is just makes your heart sing and it de-stresses you and you think, oh, my goodness, you know, this little being loves me whether I've had a good day or a bad day. They just love me even if I haven't been around for the last four or five or six hours. They're happy to see me and they jump on me and they want to give me a you know, a cuddle, a doggy cuddle or a cat cuddle. And um, and it's just the most wonderful feeling um, of getting home and having some, you know, having this little being um, so happy and eager to see you and so happy to show how much they love you. You know, we love our kids, but you get home, especially if they're teenagers, and you go, hi, how was your day? Ugh. You know, you grunt. I mean, parents can relate that have had teenagers. You know, the grunt, what'd you do today? Oh, okay. And then you ask a series of questions to your teenager and you get a series of grunts. You know, they the pitch might change, but they're grunts nonetheless. And yet your beautiful cat or dog, they're trying to cuddle you and kiss you and, you know, jump onto your lap and, get your attention and tell you how much they've missed you that day and how happy they are to see you. And it just makes you smile and it makes your heart sing um, and it just makes your day worthwhile. And I've not ever seen an owner when they've gotten home to their cat or their dog that's been jumping up trying to get their attention and trying to love them not have a smile on their face always the first thing that happens is you put this you have this huge smile on your face or you might laugh or whatever as you pat the dog back or pat the cat back and cuddle up to it you you know have a smile on your face and you know from a health perspective that's all those endorphins are going through your body but you know that's not what we don't have an animal for endorphins. We have an animal because they make us happy. You know, they just make us feel great. And they're wonderful companions. You know, whether you've got a dog or a cat, they're wonderful companions. I know a lot of people think that, you know, cats only, you know, come out when you're feeding them or when they want some food or when they want something. But that's actually not the case. You know, cats are just as sweet in their own way as dogs are. Um, and um, my cats follow me around everywhere. You know, people talk about, oh, their dogs follow them around the house. My cats follow me everywhere. Um, if I got up and went into another room, within a minute or two, my cats would come and be in the same room as me. And um, so my cats follow me around just as much as people's dogs follow them around. Um, I don't know if that's unusual, um, but not only uh Chloe and Romeo have done it, but my cats um, before Oscar and Millie did it as well. Wherever I was, they were. And if I was at my computer working, you know, Oscar used to lie along here more just below my computer more often than not. So 
Um, Romeo does that a little bit. Chloe does it even less. But there, you know, um, it's whatever you choose. As I said, this isn't a pro and a con about cats and dogs, um, which is better. This is just whichever one makes your heart sing that you love, that you want around, that you want to come home to, that's the right pet for you. And, um, and you know, you'll figure out the pros and cons for yourself. You don't need me to tell you. But, you know, the, the um, pet love, the animal love you get from them is just um, over the moon great. And it's so unconditional. You know, you can come home really cranky and you can sort of growl at them, you know, um, bad kitty you did x y and z and um and two seconds later they're in your lap purring away you know looking at you oh, i'm sorry mom or i'm sorry dad you know but they're purring away at you and um and you can you know and that just melts your heart you might have been cranky with them a second ago but their unconditional love just melts your heart and um and I know it has all these health benefits because of it, but um, but be that as it may, and I'll get into that later in the show, but they're just wonderful companions just to be able to come home to, um, you know, to some something, you know, if you don't have a someone to come home to, then at least you've got a pet to come home to. And um and the pet, you know, your pet is so happy to see you and can't wait to hear about your day. And if you've got a chatty little um pet, a cat or a dog, then they might want to tell you about their day too, you know. Um and um it used to always make me laugh. Oscar, you know, when I talked to him, he would always talk back. So I'd go, how was your day, Oscar? And he'd be like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I'm sure he was trying to tell me how his day was. He was so sweet. And Romeo is very, very similar to um, Oscar. You can talk to him. Chloe just looks at you like you're a bit daft. She, you know, I'll go, Chloe, how was your day? And she looks at me as if to go, really? Are you that daft? Like I slept all day. Um, but even that, I even the look I have to laugh at. I have a little smile and I think you're so sweet. And then she just, you know, curls into my lap and purrs and and I just pat her and um and it's so wonderful and they're great companions. Uh, and when I go out and I'm gardening, they're always with me. They always come out and garden with me. And this is true of all cats and dogs. You know, I've got lots of friends who have got pets and their cats and dogs do the same thing. Um, I know mum's got a dog who she absolutely adores and they go for walks um, a couple of times a day. Her dog's very, very active and they go for a walk a couple of times a day. And um, um, her dog loves to swim and so you know mum takes him down to the you know to the local beach um, every afternoon and as soon as she sees the water and her lead comes off because it's an off-leash dog pile and the lead comes off and she sees the water off she goes straight into that water and <laughs> she's amazing she just does these laps across this way and <laughs> she's really sweet I said to mum this is really easy walking your dog's really easy take the leash off let her go you know into the water and just sit and watch her and make sure she's safe so it doesn't matter what you have they bring you lots of joy lots of love and that is so important and as I said it brings you lots of health 
benefits, which I will talk about after the break. So I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about cats and dogs. And this was inspired by um, my cat um, being found and being returned to me. It's been 20 months. I've been looking for him for 20 months. And um, I was just starting to give up hope when um, I got a phone call saying, we've found your cat. I was absolutely over the moon. I'm still over the moon. And um and I feel very blessed and I'm super, super, super grateful um, that um, that I found him. I'm grateful to the universe for finding him, to the lovely woman that was looking after him for the last few months and um, and, um, and the vet that, that rang me. So, um, and I regularly tell Romeo how happy I am to have him home regularly by like about four or five times a day so um but we all love our cats or our dogs whatever we have and they're really um great companions and they you know they're so wonderful I was saying this before the break it's so wonderful to come home to a pet that you know um is so happy to see you even if you've been gone five or six hours like mom dad you're home and you know I want to give you a cuddle and one of my girlfriends has got this really big dog I think it's an Alsatian and um um whenever I go over he uh it's a she whenever I go over she comes bounding up to me and then you know jumps up onto her back legs and puts a pause 
onto my, you know, shoulders, but she's like taller than me. And um, she just about knocks me over. So every time I go over, you know, my girlfriend's got to go, no, sit, sit, you know, you can't do it. But even though I just about get bowled over by this dog, I still love seeing her. She's such a beautiful dog and I still love patting her and, you know, saying hello. So it doesn't even have to be your dog. And, um, and we know that interacting with animals, playing with animals, um, you know, has so many health benefits. So it decreases our blood um, pressure, dec decreases cholesterol level, um, you know, it helps with loneliness, depression, anxiety. Um, if you've got a cat, uh, sorry, if you've got a dog, you know, you take it for a walk, you meet other people that are walking their dogs and you get into a bit of a group of people that, you know, all walk their dogs at the same time. Um, I know, you know, both mum and um, my friends that have got dogs always sort of walk their dogs at the same time because they meet up with a group of people and they, you know, sit around and have a bit of, have an hour's chat and um, let their dogs off the leash and run around. And, and the owners have as much, um, has, has uh, you know, a good time just as much as the dogs do. And, um, uh, and they get to interact with other people. So, you know, it's not just socialising with your animal, but it can be socialising, you know, with other people as well. And, you know, pets lower stress and, um, and just improve, you know, turn a bad day into a good day. And I was watching um, TikTok this morning and there's a doctor on there whose name I can't remember. I might see if I can find it during the next break. And she always talks about, you know, um, basically you, your microbiome in your gut. And she was going through this morning just fortuitously, she was going through this morning um, four or five ways that you can improve your microbiome in your gut. And, um, you know, it was eating healthy and blah, blah, blah. And the fifth, she said, and the fifth of my favourite one is having a cat or a dog. And that actually increase, you know, um, helps to improve and regulate your microbiome in your gut. So how interesting was that? I was like, oh, well, I must mention that today on, um, on my show that it even has that benefit. So it's got, you know, heaps and heaps of benefits of owning um, an animal, you know, whether it be a cat, dog, horse, guinea pig, um, whatever it is, whatever makes your heart sing is the right animal for you. Lots of people have something like, you know, a bird or even a goldfish. But if it gives you something um, or someone to come home to and um, talk to and cuddle with and interact with, then that is, you know, that's beneficial. It's beneficial to all of us. And, um you know, and it just makes our heart sing. And so, you know, um, cat owners, it's reported that cat owners have a lower risk of heart disease and a lower risk of having a stroke, um, which is fantastic. Um, and also it prevents allergies. Um, it helps to prevent allergies as well if you have um, cats or dogs from a very young age. Um, so there's so many health benefits, but the 
the biggest health benefit is your happiness. The biggest health benefit is the fact that they bring, you know, that they bring their own uh, love and joy and happiness and a smile to their face. And that must lower your, your blood pressure. And just watching, you know, what cats and dogs do and how sweet they are, um, you know, is amazing. Like when I go to mum's place and um, we're sitting down for a meal, her dog's so sweet, and um, we're all sitting down for a meal. Her dog gets into one of the you know dining room um, chairs and puts his puts her paws on the table like, "Where's my meal? Where's my food?" Um, I always laugh. I'm like, "Oh, mum, you know," but. She feels a part of the family and that's okay too. Um, and when I go to my girlfriend who's got this big Alsatian dog, you know, we're sitting on the lounge having a chat and her dog jumps up between us and tries to lie between us, you know, it's like she's like, you know, takes up 90% of the lounge. But we don't care. We just patter. We're, we're okay with it. Um and um, but they just want to be a part of the family. They want to be with us and a part of us. And um, um, my girlfriend's dog, whenever I go over, likes to show me how she can, you know, play with the ball. So we go outside for half an hour or forty minutes and watch her play with the ball. And you know, my girlfriend and I talk and and we watch her at the same time. But the dog's so sweet, you know, like, come, come and see how I, you know, can play with this ball. I always laugh, always makes me laugh to think of this dog showing off playing with the ball. Um, And it brings me happiness and it brings my girlfriend happiness. She's like, this dog's crazy. Um, But it brings us both happiness, and that is really the major, major benefit. If you need a benefit, that's the major benefit of having a pet it brings you joy it brings you happiness it's part of your family and um, it will just love you cat or dog will just love you unconditionally and um, they will you know always be there Um, when I had my last two cats who both passed away um, you know from old age basically um, but Oscar the boy used to sit on the fence until you know until I got home I don't know how many hours he he sat there for but every night I'd get home and he'd be sitting on the front fence waiting for me and so I'd drive in and um, I would open the car door because if I didn't um, actually put him in the car he'd walk in front of the car and I was terrified of running him over so I'd open the car door and he'd hop into the car and sit in the passenger seat as I went down the driveway. And then we came to a stop and I'd open the driver's door again and he'd hop out, he'd jump out and then I'd get out. And then we, I did this every single day. Um, and um, people were amazed. <laughs> like, and if friends, you know, friends were coming over and they happened to arrive a couple of minutes early, they'd find Oscar at the front fence so they'd open their car door they knew what I did so they'd do it and he got used to that he was like oh okay you know your mummy's friend that's fine and he'd jump in so they've got these little personalities people think all cats and all dogs are the same and they're not they've each got their own little personality and you know what they do and don't like and 
um, and who they are. They're all completely different and you've got to get to know them just like you have to get to know, you know, your newborn child. You get to know your your pet in exactly the same way um, and that's fun just on its own, working out what your pet does, does and doesn't like and um, what your pet's going to, you know, react to um you know in a positive way and um you know like I was saying before Chloe is you know when she was from the second we got Chloe Chloe sort of um we adopted her and we took her home and from the first second she walked into the house she's like I'm the boss now you know she was this big I'm the boss now and she was so sweet you know she bosses everybody around she bossed Romeo around even then you know Romeo had this cushion that he loved to lie on and she you know get up as this tiny little kitten and she'd sort of smack him off the cushion and he'd get off he'd be like oh fine if she wants it that's fine I've got no problem because he is so easy going and then she'd push him off and then she'd sit there for a second and then she'd get off. Oh, no, she didn't want the cushion, but he wasn't going to lie there comfortably either. It was like, you know, really. And, um, and you know, every meal I gave her, she'd be like, no, I don't like that now. No. Yeah. I'd be like, really? And now Romeo's back. It's really funny because Romeo's like, I love everything. You know, he's you know lived on the street, we think, for the last, at least for the last six months or maybe for 20 months. So he's like happy to be, ho- you know, at Hotel Mummy. Hotel Mummy is a great place to be. He doesn't, you know, he gets two meals a day, he gets patted, loved, comfortable bed, nice warm bed, like life's perfect for him. So I put down their meals. Romeo's like, yeah, I'll just eat it. You know, this is yum. And um, um, and um, Chloe would watch him, you know, just devour his meal. And um, normally she'd go, oh, I don't like that. You know, sometimes she'd eat it. You know, it was her favourite meal. She'd eat it. Um, but other, you know, probably half the time she'd go, I don't like that, and then she'd go back three hours later when she was starving and she'd eat it. But now, now that Romeo's back, you know, and he's just devouring his meal, and if she doesn't eat her meal, he's like, oh, well, she doesn't want it, so I'll eat it too. I'll eat her meal. I'll, I'll eat my meal. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> so now she watches, and as soon as her meal goes down, she goes and eats some of it and, um, which is really good. So now she's learning, no, you've got to eat. But they've all got their own little personalities and that's what I love about them, you know, and you can go and visit people and meet their dog or cat and they've, you know, got their own little personalities and they're as sweet as. And um, so if you're not a pet owner, do not think for one second that every dog and every cat is exactly the same. They are absolutely, each and every one of them is completely different just like humans are. So, um, you know, just be aware if you're going to adopt a cat or a dog, um, then, you know, learn um, what their personality is and um, and the fun things that they do and the funny things they do. They do, you know, especially when they're little kittens, they're so sweet um, and they want to, or puppies, and they want to, you know, um, investigate absolutely everything and um, um, I know when we had Romeo and Chloe's little kittens you know I I used to say to my niece like we've got to remember to keep the um, 
toilet seat down because they investigate everything. And one day I was sitting watching TV and I'm thinking there's Chloe here but no Romeo and they're usually together. And I just made a beeline for the toilet and one of us had gotten to put the toilet seat down. You know, it happens. And there's poor Romeo trying desperately to get out. And so, you know, pulled him out, gave him a, wrapped him up, gave him a cuddle, and he was fine. But they investigate absolutely everything. So they're like human two-year-olds or, yeah, at least human two-year-olds. So you've got to be on your game 24-7 for the first couple of years of your life, of their life. And um, um, but they're funny, you know, watching them investigate everything and what's a mirror and why is there suddenly two mummies or two of me or two of my sister or brother or whatever? Why is there two of us in this same room? Um, and, you know, Chloe, even now, will get behind the TV to figure out where the animal is that she can see on the TV and she'll go behind the TV and she'll walk around the TV and she's like, how the hell does this happen? There's another animal in our lounge room. How the hell has it gotten there? And she hasn't worked it out yet, which is understandable, but she still investigates it. And I just think she's so swayed. So I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and we are going for a very short break. I'll see you soon. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about cats and dogs. And I thought I would just make this show, you know, a light and fluffy and and fun. And the reason is, you know, the fact that I found my cat after 20 months. And, you know, I said at the top of the show, feels like a miracle I feel so blessed and I'm so grateful for it but also you know the last few shows had been very serious and I always like to inject a little bit of fun into um, into my shows and so that's why I thought after Romeo coming back and um, you know being so hopeful happy and grateful about it 
I'm so excited I'm putting words together. Happy and grateful for, you know, him coming back and being part of our family. Um, I thought I would talk about, you know, cats and dogs and how happy they make us and, you know, often how blessed we feel. And, um, you know, when you've got your little kid, your little toddler, and they're just exploring everything for the first time and it's wonderful and they're getting into everything and, um, you know, um, kittens and puppies are exactly the same you know they get into everything they explore everything and um and they're so sweet and um they're you know they bring so much joy and happiness and there's loads and loads of health benefits which we all know about you know it lowers the road the rate of having a heart attack or a stroke you know lowers your stress levels even um cats purring can help heal you um even um when i say heal you not just you know heal you um emotionally but also physically they've now found that cats purring can help um broken bones heal isn't that amazing a cat's purr because it relaxes you and the healing benefits of of the cat purring um, can make your bones heal more quickly. I find that amazing. So there are so many health benefits and we all know that. But the biggest benefit is just how they make you feel, the unconditional love that a cat gives you or a dog gives you. And the, you know, the way they teach us to unconditionally love them as well. You know, they do something and you're like, oh, my God, goodness, what have you done? And then you're like two seconds later, you're like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're the sweetest thing ever. They're sitting on your lap purring or, you know, if it's a dog, they're cuddling up to you and, um, and you know, you're thinking, oh, well, whatever, you know, they've done something that they shouldn't have tipped something over or they've broken something. But really, you know, they've they just bring me so much joy. And um and you know, as I said before the break, they've got their own little personalities. And I know with my cats, if I go away on holidays or something like that, I get back and they're cranky with me. They're happy to see me. You know, when I first walk in, they're like, yay, mum's home. And then they're like, hang on, but you've been away for, you know, a little while. So I'm meant to be cranky with you. <laughs> I know Chloe at first, she's like, yay, mum's home. And she gives me this big cuddle. And then she's like, hang on a minute, I've got to be cranky with you because I haven't seen you for the last, you know, couple of weeks. So I've got to be, so for about two hours, she's like, no, nope, not going to talk to you. No, I'm not going to talk to you. And then she's like, she can't help it. She's like, oh, okay, mum, I forgive you. I know you're gone, but I forgive you. And she, you know, cuddles me again. And um, and so we're back to normal. And then she sleeps with me. And um, I don't know what Romeo's going to do because I've only had him back for the last week. So I'm not quite sure what he's going to do. But mum was saying, mum went away for two or three days and she went back to her dog and she said, that the first night her dog refused to talk to her. She just lay, you know, lay across the other side of the room. And whenever mum went over to, you know, pat her or talk to her or, you know, if mum called her, she just ignored her. She just like, I'm not talking to you. No, you've been away for a few days. I'm not talking to you. I'm going to teach you a lesson not to go away. But they're so sweet. You know, even when they do that, they're so sweet. You can sort of get it, you know, like, well, yeah, I have left her for a few days. So, I can understand why you're a bit annoyed with me, you know. 
who am I to waltz back in and expect you just to be like, you know, yay, mum's home and everything is back to normal. Um, So I can sort of see it from their point of view and they're sort of, you know, no, you've got to have at least a couple of hours of me not talking to you just so I can let you know that I'm not happy that you went away for a few days or a week or two weeks on holidays and you left me at home. Huh, what were you thinking you left me at home? So I sort of get up. But overall, we all know they're beautiful. We love them. They're part of our family. We do anything for them. You know, if you've got a fire, you put like a dog bed down in front of the fire or a cat bed down in front of the fire so that, you know, your cat you cat or dog usually gets the best position in front of the fire in winter. You know, you're sort of a bit back and that cat or dog's right in front, you know, being warmed right through and, um, you know, totally enjoying it. I know in winter I give my um, cats like a little bit of heated milk in the mornings. You know, we get up and I have a nice warm coffee and I heat up a little bit of milk and I put that in in their um, bowl for them. And so we spoil them. You know, they unconditionally love us and we learn to unconditionally love them as well. And that's sort of, I think, amazing because we don't unconditionally love each other as humans, but we do unconditionally love our animals. And that's because they unconditionally love us. And they are just like, you know, you're the best in the world, mum or dad. You're the best thing that ever happened. And, you know, Hotel Mummy is the best um, place ever or Hotel Daddy is the best place on earth. You know, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else except here with you. Um, so, you know, having a pet brings us joy and happiness, as I've said earlier, because that's the real reason we have a pet. We have a pet because we know that they will bring us joy and happiness and we know that they're hugely good companions. We can chat to them and um, they listen really well. You know, Even if they've got no idea what, what we're saying, they listen really well and they're so sweet. You know, when you treat a dog or a cat well and, when I say treat them well, I just mean love them well, you know, love them and hug them and cuddle them. And they will love and hug and cuddle you 10 times back. You know, there's no end to a cat or a dog's love. So I know my listeners, I know you've probably all got wonderful cats and dogs. And if you've got a wonderful story about your cat or dog or any other animal, I would love to hear about it. Please email me um, at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com and I would love, love, love to hear your animal stories and then um, your pet stories. And maybe I'll do another show on it in um, a, a month or two talking about how wonderful and how heartwarming that your animal um, and pet is. And if you've got a story like mine where your pet went missing for you know, months, in my case, it was 20 months, um, and you finally found them. Please tell me your story um, because it is like a dream having that happen and you feel so blessed and so grateful. And so um, I'm so happy, as I said, that I have Romeo back and that I have my family intact, my little boy Romeo my little girl Chloe and I would love to hear your stories so 
that's it for me. I hope you really enjoyed the show and it was a nice break from my normal shows and have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.